Kathleen. Hi, Julie. How are you? Mm, very tired. Do you want to tell everyone why and it's not the normal we are always tired reason? I mean, we are it's, always tired. It's not. Yeah. Um, it is the I work retail in America Black Friday kind of tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I went to, I went to the work at three in the morning, friends. But what time did you actually leave your house? Two thirty. Oh my. Yeah. What time did I go to bed? Nine o'clock. I mean, that's not reasonable. No, it's not enough. And it was probably I mean I don't know anybody. I I recently fell asleep by nine p.m. But it was because I was holding on to a two year old. Oh yeah, that'll like, do it. And I was forcing him to go to sleep, which meant I fell asleep too. Well, I. Would have loved. I mean, even if I would. So I went to bed at nine. That's fine. It it's a, a it's a reasonable number of hours. It's five hours if you get up at two, which yeah. I did. Um, but when I have to do something out of the ordinary, oh yeah, you can't I sleep. Don't sleep well because I wake up frequently thinking I've missed my alarm, mm-hmm. and then I have nightmares about being late to the job that mm-hmm. I don't want to go to at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You know, um, there is a special, like, this shouldn't, it almost shouldn't be legal. <laughs> well, like, if people would stop fucking shopping. So I did watch the Today Show this morning because I was up at 6.30 when my alarm has been going off for the last couple of weeks trying to, like, train my brain. And they were saying that, like, in-store Black Friday shopping was down, like, 75%. Online is up like 125% or some, you know, crazy numbers. So there are a lot of people who... That did not track in our store. I was going to say, how was your store? Um, The whole reason that the quote-unquote 3 o'clock crew went in was to pull the internet orders. And I'm going to... I'm going to... So I'm going to preface this with a couple of things. Number one, yes, I'm tired. Number two, I had to think of it in terms of like what my actual big kid career goals are and if a mother went into labor I would be going right right okay so that's fine I'm just sleep deprived and cranky but so the other thing um that you may or may not know is there used to be a position uh that was the fulfillment coordinator you were I was in I was in charge of all of the internet orders I had a dialed system but I had to do it all on my own Mm -hmm. because it was not a supported system the way that it should have been. So two Black Fridays ago, I was on my own. We also had a snowstorm, and I was literally yelling at managers to stop selling stuff off of the sales floor because I was trying to pull it for orders that were placed the night before. Um, So that in comparison to me plus five other people pulling orders, it was kind of a breeze. Yeah. But we walked into 72 online orders. Wow. So... I have not worked a Black Friday since 2015. Mm -hmm. I was working at Macy's. I was a manager, like Mm -hmm. just a seasonal manager. Yeah, that was a really, really rough gig. Oh my God. Um, We opened at 6 p.m. on On Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I had to be there at 4. I had to work until 2 a.m.? Something like that. It was a very long shift. And one of my jobs was to go and pull cashiers for their legally required break and shut down registers. Yep. Do you know how many lies I told that night? 
so oh, this many. register just went down. We're out of change. Let me push you to this other one. I'll get you. A, you were already waiting. Like I told lie after lie because I couldn't look at the line of people and be like, she legally has to go on lunch, guys. Right. She's been working no, no, five and a half hours. Care. Because they do not care. People came in. So I used to work the... I was assigned to the women's department, but during Black Friday, I actually was in the upper area with all of the housewares and bedding. Some people were letting their children sleep on the bedding displays or sleep on tables that had clothing displays because they brought their kids with them Yeah. at two in the morning and this kid is tired and screaming, so they literally put him on our bed display. Yeah. No! So, anyway, Sorry, that's that all really we're going to say about the uh, nightmares of Black Friday. But It's over means, now. That means I am a little bit sleepy mm-hmm. and a little bit woo, loopy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I went to one place today, not even for Black Friday stuff. I just wanted to go get some more hair color, and the Sally's by Walmart did not have what I was looking for. I that's have it. literally never intentionally gone someplace on Black Friday. I mean, oh God, I I've have. pretty much always worked in, in a retail setting, so like mm-hmm. I would grab a couple of things at Target while I worked right. there, but I, I've never done the whole get in line thing. And oh, I, I, I looked at my coworker today as 50 people streamed in our door at opening to grab to grab 88 cent poinsettias and in the first 30 seconds they broke the sign that said 88 cent poinsettias i looked at my coworker and i said i have never wanted anything this badly in my life i've never needed anything this badly in my life okay so it popped up on my like facebook memories my friend chelsea who lives in portland Mm -hmm. so when i first moved to portland she was like hey I want to go do my Black Friday shopping at Washington Square, which is the mall that I lived down the street from. I worked at the Gap there. I eventually worked at the Macy's there, even though I didn't live near it anymore. Right. And and I was like, oh, okay. So, like, we did Target at 5 a.m., and then we would Mm -hmm. go over to the Macy's, and then we would go whatever. Well, I wanted a Wii. And so we went to Best Buy, and we, like, stood Mm -hmm. in that line at 5 a.m. because I was like, that's it. I want a Wii, and it was, like, super cheap. Yeah. The only other time, and it is actually the computer we are recording on. Yeah. This was a Best Buy Black Friday in 2014? No, 2016. Now I can't remember. Because I wasn't working retail anymore. Right. I lived in Lake Oswego. Mom came up and this was going to be my like, I have to have this computer for school. 2016. 2016. Because I had the little mini Dell Uh before that. Well, and so this is a necessity. This is but not I went on Thanksgiving. This I went, is not 88 cent motherfucking poinsettias. But I was that person that was like, so I had Thanksgiving dinner and I'm like, and now you're going to sell me a computer because you have to work on Thanksgiving. I felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I felt bad about myself, and yet I still love this. And it's now four years old, and it still works. I love you, computer. So, I mean, there are definitely things. And you know what? I've gotten some good deals on Black Friday. Like, I've gotten a TV for super cheap. Did I need it? No. Um, If anyone hears the crying in the background at my house, that is a cat who is telling me that she needs to eat. That she needs to eat, even though she was fed less than two hours ago. And she's not supposed to be fed 
for two, four, three and a half more hours. So yeah. she's going to come over here and bug us. So if you guys hear her, that's Fiona. She will Meet have Fiona. To just wait. She's going to have to deal. Um, so the other thing real quick I wanted to talk about was um, the timing of our episodes. So if anybody is kind of paying attention, um, these episodes, we're recording them a little bit in advance just because of timing and stuff. So um, we might, you know, yeah, you're not going to hear this for like two more weeks, but it's Black Friday is over and done. Yeah. Um, and but we do hope that you're liking the single episode um and if you're format not, that we're us. doing, we're open to feedback. Yeah, but I think it's I think easier it's on us. us. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's easier on our listeners because you can get through an episode faster, um, and it gives us a little bit more um, freedom and flexibility. Freedom. Yeah, 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 flexibility to talk about fun stuff for each episode and not try and um, have to cram together two in under an hour. So. Um, with that, I think we should go ahead and get started. Actually, I just sent you something on Facebook Messenger that I think you need to see before okay. we can do anything else. Okay. Oh, no, I did see that. I hadn't actually looked at it because I was just like, well, good for him. And I, you know, I'm probably not going to know who this person is. I don't know who she is, but like the headline. Oh, I'm a little upset by her age. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about this real quick. Um, our one and only beloved Matthew Perry who is 51, and I don't care because I would still totally jump him. Um, but he is engaged. Good for him. His girlfriend, uh, she's only 29. I know. <laughs> That's disturbing. I'm not 29. Okay, so wait. What's the, what's the difference in age? That's 22 years? 29. 39, 49. Yes. 22 years. Okay, so... Let's go back and do a little bit of the fun math of my life. My dad is six years, six months older than my mom. Okay. He's nine years older than Brittany's mom. Yeah. And he is 19 years older than his current wife, who is only six years older than me. Nope. So if Matthew Perry was my dad, and I was maybe like, so 51, and I was like 25. Say he'd had me when he was 26. And he brought home a 29-year-old. I'd be like, we're going to have a little conversation. Not calling you mommy. Yeah. We're going to need to have a little talk, okay? Just um, a little chat room. Just a little chat. We can be friends, but if you try and be my mommy, I might push you down the stairs. Um, <laughs> okay. So I sent it to um, I sent it to Kata also. Hey, girl. Um, right? Hey, and hey. she's like, I know. I mean, that girl's younger than us. What <laughs> WTF? And then... <laughs> She put in in parentheses. He's like a whole person who can drink older. <laughs> oh God, that's true. It's Monica and Richard. Oh, hey. The thing is, is like age is just a number. He could be a really immature fifty one year old. She's a very mature twenty nine year old. I am also a very immature thirty nine year old. My counselor and I had this conversation recently. In my brain, I'm only twenty five. Oh yeah. So I'm age easily, is just I'm a number. Easily twenty two. Yeah. For real. I don't look 22 anymore. I mean, <laughs> in the face area, I do. Yeah. For yeah. sure. If you pull your hair up, like, oh, yeah. Until you see these. <laughs> she sparkles, guys. Sparkle. I she have, sparkles. She sparkles. I have tinsel in my hair. Little tinsels. It's great. Um, so, yes, we are very happy for Matthew Perry. I'm just yeah. also saying, like, you know, I wish it was me. 
Yeah. It's fine. What about me? What about me? Um, so we're covering uh, How I Met Your Mother, Season 4, Episode 14, titled <laughs> The Possimpable. So Robin has been unemployed for a couple months, mm-hmm. but she is just now getting her mail from Metro News 1. They forwarded it to her. Yeah. Which, which they should have done. How is she getting she, mail there? Like, addressed to care of... The Metro oh, News yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you know they, I mean? they, like, they do yeah. say fan mail. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's fan mail. Um, it turns out quite a bit of it is from prisoners. <laughs> and she's uh, she's definitely outgrowing that. She's not 19 anymore. Yeah, but it's happened before. So um, they are happen to be watching TV, and it's the night of, like, you know, lottery. the lottery. And um, they none of them have have bought a lottery ticket. We don't have that situation. We don't have like right. the it's not the they're just yeah, group doing lottery it for, ticket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just whatever they were watching it comes on, you know, on that one commercial. So uh Barney has developed a game based on the lottery the girl. Calls. Yes. And so when she calls um the first you know, number. like the first number it's is 19. the age when the she came, age to, when New York came to New York after, after a, a being discovered by a Vogue model or being yeah. a Vogue photographer. I don't want to... Okay. Is it making noise? No. Will you just pause? Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. I had so to then the next adjust. number is the number of pictures he took of her before, before she, she realized, realized he, he wasn't... didn't have any yeah. connections. Um, and then it's the... The next number is the age you tell people are. And the next one is the age you, you actually are. are. And then the final one... Or no, the, no, there's one the next more. one is the the number of minutes it would take Barney to get, to get her home and into his jacuzzi. Into a cab's jacuzzi, yeah. naked. And then the last one, the big ball, and he no, just he stops calls it, it a, goes, it's a, it's a, the mega ball. No, it's like a blue, no, it's not a blue ball. Oh, yeah. It's red, but she says something like, and the mega ball is, and he stops it and is like, what I say after I've gotten you from the jacuzzi to my bed or something. Yeah. So basically he's... Um, Barney. I mean, he's dirty Barney. It's bad. It's really gross. Um, It is very uh, creative, though. Yeah. To, like, assign those different numbers to something. Um, So, Ted gives us a little recap. Um, It's winter of 2009. Robin's been unemployed for quite a few months. Mm -hmm. And she goes to an interview slash audition for a local station. And everybody at... Um, the audition, like, in the waiting room is super bitchy. Yep. They, like, won't even talk to her. She introduces herself, and the one woman's just, like, cool, bro, and, like, doesn't even. And so, when Robin's like, oh, um, you know, where are you from? And then it's, like, super incredulous of, well, apparently you don't get out to Denver often, because I was the number one anchor of whatever. And it's like, hey, calm down. You're in New York. Why do you think that somebody's... Yeah, paying attention to Denver. Although I will say this, do you know how many people from Portland or no from, from Bend, Bend all so, the time, all the time to Denver, but also the, all the time to Portland? Yeah, like Bend is so we have a it's, journalism school in Eugene, which is about two and a half hours from Bend, and so when you get your journalism degree there, because I almost did, a lot of people will instantly get mm-hmm. their first job here in Bend because there's like five stations here now, and they can yeah. you know cut their teeth and whatever, and then. Um, and then they just and then they out. yeah they transfer out but they still a lot of times stay on this you know because like Denver is a little bit bigger but it's not New York and it's not right. you know whatever, um, so 
they are making fun of Robin for not having a sign-off like Walter Cronkite. And here's the thing. The only person I know that has a sign-off in this day and age is Bob Shaw. Have a sparkling day, Central Oregon. And he's been saying it for 20-plus years. I know. And I know people who actually hate it. Who have, like, when I worked at the River House when I was 19, 20 years ago, and he was, like, first getting started, because he started at the station, I think, when I was in early high school. So he's been there, like, the longest besides my mom. But I worked with this really grumpy woman at the River House, and we worked the morning shift. And Mm. so, like, we were there at, like, 6 a.m., and I said something about my mom working for Z21, and she was like, I hate that Bob Shaw. And I was like, okay. Maybe that's like saying you hate, like, Julia Child, or Bob Shaw is one of the nicest guys you will ever meet in your yeah. life. He has a really nice wife. He has really wonderful kids. He makes fun of me because he's a U of O person. Oh, like, he really loves funny. U of O. And I was like, well, I, I went to OSU, and he's like, I'll forgive you. Um, but he used to MC all of our ALS walks. Oh, wow. Like, for free. Like, because yeah, he knew my mom. He, yeah, and... So when someone's like, I don't have a sparkling day, Central Oregon, and I'm like, how don't can you... Douche. How can you hate Bob Shaw? Just... But like, he... Oh, she was just crabby. Like, super old crabby lady. I don't know that... I can't think of anyone else that does, like, well, a sign-off. Really, like, I don't really watch... Well, I watch the nightly news on NBC, um, usually, because I like Lester Holt, and then sometimes I watch it on ABC with, mm-hmm. um... Um, I'm forgetting his name, but he's also very beautiful. Um, and I love Anderson Cooper, but I'm telling he's you. He's also very Cooper, who, George Stephanopoulos? No, no, not that guy. No. The other guy, David something. David, oh. um. Uh-huh. Um. Don't ask me words. Um, sorry. I'm, <laughs> hold on, my brain hurts. David Muir. Oh, that's not who I was thinking of. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's quite beautiful. Well, he he's is, very striking. He, he's got kind of a big, awkward head, but... He, yeah, but when you, when he's reading you the news, I don't know what it is about that. I, I'm very happy about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really remember Tom Brokaw having a sign-off. So, back to the point of this. Yeah. They get in Robin's head, and she goes into her audition. And she comes up with... She just can't stop talking. It's a really good one. It's so good. She just says... She says, she, like... Thank you. Know, good night. Good night, like, New York. And I hope the fu- I hope you have dreams and f- and the future. And it's so bad. The but future she, is filled with dreams. dreams. It's like Ted's and then she, butterfly speech when she quits. Yeah. I'm gonna. This butterfly is going to and no then, stop. And then they they flash to the bar, and Ted was, is like, "That was terrible <laughs> and bad more. and terrible." She goes, "Oh, I wasn't done." Yeah, and then she's like recycling, wear a condom, <laughs> resilient. <laughs> like, she just starts, basically, she does just start saying, like, verbs. Yeah. So, um, back up in the apartment, though, they, is my cat trying to kiss you? Yeah. She's like, I'm going to sniff you, lady. Maybe you'll okay. feed me. No, I will not. Um, so they decide to look at her resume, and Ted's like, you have stuff on there that you don't need, and he's like, here, look at my resume. It doesn't have anything on here that I don't need. But Lily and Marshall call him out because he, he still, still has his this college DJ. Yeah. So he was the you know program director for the Wesleyan student, whatever. And that may be true, but his he claims that is like whatever because it's DJ Doctor X. But then 
he's he never says that he's Dr. X, but Lily and Marshall are like, we know it's you ten. were. And he's like, no, no, I just helped him get on get on the the air. And like and so um Ted is super lame. Like we we get a flash to him being Dr. X and apparently the Wesleyan meal plan is racist. Yeah, <laughs but what? We don't How? they don't ever, they don't explain ever say why. Ha- yeah. That if it's the food or if is it's it like because Taco Tuesday, that's, uh, that's not racist. racist. That's just like my favorite day. Um, but so uh, Robin is reading through the rest of her mail and finds out that there is a letter that came in two months ago that says that she is going to get deported if she doesn't get another job because Within it, it X violates time. Yeah, and so they probably gave her. Yeah, right. yeah, but like be, two yeah. months. Because she doesn't know it, she now only has seven days. So Lily's like, well, I can get you a teaching job. And Marshall's reading through the legalese on the letter. And he's like, no, you know, it has to be in her um, in her particular field, which I'm not sure how legitimate that is because, like, you... So, but... I don't know. It depends on what visa it is. Like, if you come here... Well, she, she, it specifically says a work visa. But yeah. I don't know anything about that process. There's one right now that's called the H1 visa. I think that's what it is. And that, that's for scientific things. So, like, if you come here to study, you know, like, genomes or something. Anyway, it's that's been on studying. NPR a lot. That's... Well, no, but I mean, it's still a job. Like, you're oh, going to okay. work at, like, a lab or something. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so then Marshall says, well, you know, she could get married and stay here. And in the background, you, you see, see Barney, Barney get down on He's one so knee. He's so cute. And then Marshall, no one else sees this, and then Marshall goes, oh, no, wait, they would never process it in time, never yeah, mind. Yeah, so he and stands so back Barney up. Barney stands back up. And so they decide to look at her reel, and the very first thing on it is um, she's doing a report from Lake Athabasca, which is in Red Deer, Alberta. It was from when she was a cub Ooh, reporter. Wait, and so she says... Al, al, the, mm, Athabasca. She says that, and then they all look at her, and she goes... In Alberta, and they're still staring at her in Canada. <laughs> yeah, so um, here's some interesting information about Lake Athabasca, and here's why. There's a reason that I'm going to tell you all this, not only because they mention it in here, but because I was just um, on an author event where this lake uh, is kind of referenced. So um, it's 26% in Alberta and 74% in Saskatchewan which we all love saying that okay. word. I really do. Um, but oh, so it, it is... So it's like the Great Lakes. Right, where yeah, it stretches where it over. It's huge. Michigan and... It's really big. Um, Wisconsin. Um, but it's also between... Do you see the tail on, on the counter? You're naughty. Yeah, the cat was just up on the counter. Um, but it is like super high up mm-hmm. near the... like. Arctic Circle. Oh, okay. So when Robin is doing this video and she's like, yeah, everybody out here for this bass fishing thing and it's snow and you can hear the snow and it's wind and she's in like a fur line and she goes, an August 1st tradition. That's probably legitimate. Yeah. It also, if it's that close to the... um, Like there's the cutoff. Look at that line. Yeah. So I bet it's like also... Oh, no. They're still in the Northern Hemisphere, so summer they would be light. Right. Yeah. So the yeah. So like it's one of the um, like farthest north. It's the eighth largest lake in Canada. Um, There's seven like, more bigger than that. 
Canada's big, honey. Like they no, I know. I know. Like lots of stuff. But what was really interesting about this um, book, so um, the author's name is Anders Morley. The book is called This Land of Snow. And back in 2013, he uh, skied from the Pacific coast to the middle of Canada and he just went below Lake Athabasca because if he'd gone any higher, like he was still doing this in summer Oh, yeah. and it was that like snowy, like he started, um, or no, wait, maybe, no, I'm sorry. He did it in winter when all of the animals were like hibernating, oh. but he couldn't have gone like any farther, but it was just one of those things. Like I'm looking at the map in the front of it. And I'm like, Oh, Lake Athabasca. That's from How I Met Your Mother. Oh my god! I didn't say that to him. I didn't say it during the thing. That's probably good. It was just good. basically one of those things where I was like, "Oh, I've never had a reason, another reason to works. to reference that lake." Like that's true. It doesn't come up in like normal conversation. Not in this part of the world. No, but I could live somewhere where there was snow in August. Uh huh. As long as the sun is out. Okay. So then we find out a couple things about the rest of the gang about resumes. So Marshall still has on his that he was the dunk champion of his little town. They call him Vanilla Thunder, Mm -hmm. which I'm guessing was a he gave that nickname to himself. Right. But either way, um, he says that he can probably still dunk. And the reason that it's on his resume is that a lot of companies have like sports teams, you know, softball, baseball, basketball, whatever. And so he doesn't do it as much anymore, though, because he has an injury. Mm-hmm. His, he has a foot injury. No, no, it's no, his hip. Yeah, you're right. Right. Um, it's like a, you know, yeah. So, but we find out that this injury is most common in ballet dancers. It's yes. called dancer's hip. Yes. And so everybody, of course, starts making fun of him because... Lily can't keep her mouth shut. She kept the secret that long, and then as soon as it comes up, she's like, it's called Dancer's Head. Marshall has a dancer's injury. Um, so Barney says that she needs to do a video resume, and he shows them his, which is barneysvideoresume.com, which is still an active website. Yeah, and I went to it on my phone, and I clicked on the thing that said watch it in awesome resolution, and it started to download something. So I picked the one that said watch it in less awesome resolution, and it started to download something. <laughs> so I stopped the downloads on my phone, and um, that's all we know about that. Yes, so we didn't actually look on it because I'm, I'm a little I'm, afraid. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying that a lot of these websites do still exist. Like they And whether the, or not they still own the right. domain is up for debate. Yes, so we, we're not and, necessarily saying go go see it. but And they, that's why I stopped the downloads. Yeah, so they show the video, and he's dressed in, like, a tuxedo. Yeah. He's inter... He's, his interviewer is himself, just right. with a bad English and then Scottish accent. <laughs> because he can't do an accent. He starts making up words, including, so when the possible meets the impossible, the possible, and Ted is losing his mind. Yeah. Because he's like, you can't just make up words. And then the end credit song of the video resume is Barney yeah, singing, singing about Barney. About- Barney. And it's even funnier because Neil Patrick Harris actually can sing. Oh, he's a phenomenal singer. Oh, yeah. Like, he's Tony award-winning phenomenal. So, Robin says, let's go ahead and do a video resume. And they're like, why? And she goes, I'm willing to try anything. And how they didn't play that into a Barney being like, oh, really? 
joke. Well, they kind of did because well, she said because he goes, "We're gonna have to shoot some more video because the ones I have of you are not gonna work for this." And she's like, "What?" what? And he's like, well, "Let's just get started." Yeah, never mind. Um, Marshall and Lily are talking, and Marshall is uh, still upset about being mocked for Having dancer's, dancer's hip. Um, and it is in fact not from basketball. It, it is, is from dancing. dancing. Um, I have a feeling this goes along with the songs he makes up. Oh, totally. He's always the, just kind of yeah, twitching yeah. around. Twirling um, around. So then we see Barney and Robin recording the video. Um, she starts to try and explain, you know, this is why I always wanted to be a reporter. And he's like, nope, that's too much information. You just need to start saying, like, words. like Just make them up. Just make up words. Doesn't even matter. And so um, we see... Uh, or so we go back to Marshall and Lily and Marshall is like, oh, you know, explaining one of the reasons why his hip was hurting. He, they got a half day at his law firm. And so he goes into his office and you see him probably about to do like a, a, a pirouette, pirouette or something and a crash. And he just like screams ow. Um, so we're not talking like just some fun, like white no. people moves. Like he's if he's trying to actually do get into it. ballet, then yeah, he is hurting himself. Um, so back at Barney's apartment, he's making Robin dress up. He puts her in like a karate gi. Well, before that, like he has so much studio lighting. Oh God. Yeah. He's got a green screen. He's got the. It's for his bedroom activities. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but she's like, I put on the warrior Princess one, and now I have a rash, and he's like, truthfully, you're not the first person to wear that. But he wants her to break 15 bricks with her head. And, she, and she's like, I couldn't I do that anyway. It's not 1950, Robin. A woman can do anything she wants. No, like, the laws of physics say that can't happen, Barney. Like, that's not how that works. So, Robin decides to go be a lottery girl. And because this is the... And I think job. we're going to come up on this pretty soon, but... Um, she also tries to be the coin flip bimbo, but that's like later. Yeah, that's later. Yeah, we haven't seen that. And so that's going to be the episode with Alex Trebek. <sighs> Still sad. We will survive. I know. Um, but it is also an awful audition. Like, oh yeah, she's not perky enough for them. The guy, the guy is like is whispering why, and why saying is she she's seen, mean. She's, she's mad at the balls. Like, why is she mad? And so like, she totally bombs it. They ask her to say 17, like, four times. Yeah, because she's not... with. But say it with a wry, like, what does that even... Like, I love words, and what does that even mean? You know right. what I mean? Like, that's so stupid. Um, so that's my neighbor's old truck. Can you hear it? That's a truck. Yeah, I can. I was really... I yeah. thought somebody was playing their music. So what's interesting is when he he always leaves in the morning after I'm awake, so it's not like it wakes me up or anything like that. But when he idles it in the driveway, because that's right next to my living room window, like I literally can't hear the TV when he's idling. He maybe only idles for like a minute or two, right? Because he drives it on a pretty regular basis. So but like it's respectful. a like it's a '70s era truck, and it needs to be it needs to be warmed up. Yeah. It's his baby. He's out there working on it all the time, too. It's fine. I love my apartment. I love my neighborhood. It's just... There I, are a couple little Like, I, I traded in that motorcycle, and now I have this. Oh, motorcycle. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, That's, it's fine. It is it's what fine. it is. Um, but so, back at the bar, 
Ted is still mocking Marshall about the dancers hip. He brings him a light beer and is like, I know how you are. You, yeah, they're always count counting calories. calories. And um, so, like, they're mocking each other. And Lily yells at them and is like, neither of you should have either of those things on your resume. Like, you are, you know, Dr. X was stupid. And Marshall, you're not dunking on anybody. Yeah. And they call her out. Right. They're like, do you have anything on your resume that shouldn't be there? Well, it turns out that, you know, back in her 20s or something, Lily won, or maybe even her teens, because it's New York and she's from there, she won a hot dog eating contest. Yep. And it's still on her resume under, like, special skills. And they try and get a correlation of how eating that many hot dogs relates to teaching. Kindergarten. And she's yeah. like, well, it shows the kids that I... I can't remember what she says now either. But, yeah, she, like, tries to come up with a, a reason. So, um, Robin shows up. Oh, wait, because we have to see the we belly. We see her baby bump. Okay, so... Allison Hannigan's actual right. baby bump. So they wrote this in, which I think is really cute. <laughs> when okay. she stands up after eating the 29, 29 hot dogs whatever. or whatever, she's got a quite the extended stomach, but it actually is Allison Hannigan. Yeah. Yeah, she is she, pregnant. I think that was with her first baby, too. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty cute. But Robin didn't get the lottery girl job either. Which is really, really Right. Depressing. So she's going to get deported. And so they go up to the apartment and they're like trying to console her. And she's like, you know, my whole life is here. Like I, when I left Canada, like they gave me a camera to send back pictures. And like now, you know, like now she's I just really to... upset. Yeah. Um, and so Barney comes in and he's like, well, I sent your video resume to like a bunch of different stations. And she's like, oh my God. Well, no, he, they tell Barney, hey, she's leaving. And he's like, well, that sucks. Oh yeah. That's going to be a really long commute. Yeah. And um, he's like, I finished your video and I sent it off. So she, so first of all, channel eight calls and like wants to talk to her and this, and she's like, okay, when is my audition? And um, like, Barney's like, I told them, one. you know, no. And, and she's like, what? Robin Trubatsky gets it. Yeah. Job offer or nothing. And and he's he's like, well, they did turn me down. And she's like, what are you talking about? And and then Channel 12 offered a job. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, when did... Well, then I told them this. And they came back. And they offered you the anchor of their morning show. And I got them... I got you a I, 10% raise. I told them no, too. And they came back with a 10% raise. I know. Yeah. It's like bananas. I mean, this is what headhunters do, though. Yeah. So, I mean, he's really actually being He's doing a, He's being a really good friend. In yeah, this like he's yeah he's being a headhunter. It's really cool. So she like you know everybody's hugging and um I think it's cute they have Marshall hugging Lily with Allison Hannigan's back kind of to the camera because again they're yeah. trying to cover her bump and um they're gonna get some creative ways so I think we should have a thing where we're on bump watch for a little while because and we they should also um compare and contrast Phoebe is pregnant right now too. That's true. And they like totally. So they they built covered it, it up. In, they built it into Phoebe's storyline. Right. They did not build it into um, uh, Lily's. Lily. But until they built it into Phoebe's storyline, there was a little bit of cover, like oh yeah, coverage. They do that well. And um, uh, Kobe Smolders is pregnant at least once on the series too. When when Ted starts his own architecture firm and is like, oh, I, right. what if I forget about the books and. Um, She's wearing a bathrobe. She's pregnant right. during that. And then there's another scene where um, he's, like, giggling on a text message. <laughs> and he's, like, she goes, you giggle when you see a naked woman. And he's, like, no, I don't. And she flashes him. <laughs> but it's where they're living together. Yeah. And she's totally, like, they did a pretty good job. I would say that um, 
Kobe Smulders actually showed it a little bit more in her yeah. face than Allison Hannigan is because, mm-hmm. which is funny because she's such a smaller person. Um, but Robin goes and hugs Barney and she's like, you are the master of the possible. Yeah. Like, it's super cute. And he, like, caresses her hair. Ugh, I, I know. I just love it so I just oh, love so it so much. I so love cute. Barney and Robin. I do too. But so, do I love them more than Barney and Quinn? Because I just don't know. Oh, we're going to get to that. I can't wait to get to that. I have feels. So it's been on Laugh Channel, and they're in they're in um, season nine on Laugh right oh, now really? of Himium, so it's the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of feelings about the final season. <laughs> How I met your mother, I kind of wish we were there already. But Sometimes so, I wish we were there already, too. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, we love this. Um, so everyone decides to update their resume. Ted still keeps his lifeguarding jobs on yeah, there, but, but he, he takes, takes off, off the, Dr. X. Yeah, yeah, he takes off Dr. X. Um, Marshall takes off the dunk champion. Lily actually leaves hers on yeah. because they decide to have a hot dog eating contest at the bar and, and she, she eats dominates. 33 and then she stands up and you can see her yeah. belly even more and it's just so cute. Like she's a very cute pregnant she is. pregnant girl. But we get a flashback to Ted as Dr. X trying to get one of his happenings it's where the, it's like it's a protest. protest to the racist food. Yeah, and no one shows up. And then he takes off his... Um, like his beanie, his whatever face covering thing, and his hair is just like, and all I can say right now is my hair is long enough that it's trying to finally start curling, which means all it is is frizzy. Yeah, it's gonna. You gotta put some product in that. I do. I have oil in it right now. Oh, by the way, I need to raid your hair products. We've talked about that already. I'll let you. I'll show you. So real quick, one of the things that I wanted to talk about with this is resumes because I am... Um, well, A, I have done a lot of job hunting in the last couple of years. And so like resumes for me are a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Um, they literally give me like nightmares. Um, but I know in the past couple of years, you and I have talked about your resume. Mm -hmm. My sister has asked for her resume. So here's the thing. And I don't want to be like that person, but I'm literally going to tell you what is under my skills my special skills on my resume. And you're going to tell me if they're relevant. Because I think I've done a really good job. I have like 16 versions of my resume. But. Oh no, and that's that, the, the different and versions are just like layouts, right? No, no. Like I have one that is like that has my. Um, that doesn't mention like my stuff with ALS. Mm-hmm. And I have one that does. And I have one. That like has all the conferences I've done and one where my schooling is on the top and one where it's on the bottom and mm-hmm. like, um, I have it under volunteer experience. So I guess maybe it's not special skills. I don't have a skills one anymore. So read us what you want to read us. Okay. <laughs> um, so the Central Oregon Writers Guild, which I am the director of publicity going on for a year. Um, For a year, I was the volunteer facilitator for the Freelancers Union Spark in Portland. Um, I have been a volunteer for the Northwest Editors Guild for the last two years, and I have been a volunteer for the ALS Association since 2006. Very good. Okay. Maybe it's not the same. I guess I'm thinking back to when I had one when it was like you first get started and you're trying to do like a resume or a cover letter to go on with like a paper application, Mm -hmm. and it was like... 
I was a nanny for this long, and I know CPR, and, and I'm I know really great at organizing. Yeah, and, and I'm good with kids and stuff. And now my resume is just like here, bitch. Like this is the things that I do. So you're right. I actually don't have anything on here that's not like completely relevant. Yeah, I actually have had to take off so my job at Barnes and Noble is not even on here anymore. Oh, yeah. that was my longest job. But because it's so far back in my work and history, it's so irrelevant. It is. Well, I mean, bit. it's a bookstore, but yeah, it, but it's it's yeah, it's, it's not, not like it's not the same. So, right. you know, I'm so happy I haven't had to look at this thing in a while. <laughs> yeah, I really do love working for myself. Sometimes, like there are moments when I'm just like, it's so nice not to have to, like, yeah, I pretty much work for myself. Yeah, it's nice. What do you have on your resume? I know you haven't had to send one in a while. Nothing. You put your doula stuff on there? Like, would you? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, Like, yeah. as almost like uh, additional schooling, too. You know what I mean? Like. Well, the, the, the next idea with my resume is to gear it towards. That's true. Clients, whether independent or not, that want a doula. So. Yeah. Um, so, if anybody needs help with a resume. <laughs> I feel like you should email me. I would love to look over some resumes. Uh, My friend Tiffany, who you don't know, but is friends with my sister, too. That's how I know her. She needed help with a resume after she got done with her. Like, Uh you know, she did school online the whole time because she has two kids. And I helped her with her resume and she got the next job that she applied for. Nice. I know. My friend Michelle in Portland did, too. Very good. She's like, you helped me with my cover letter and I got the job. And I was like, I don't think it was from me, but thanks. Thanks. I'm happy to help. That's really funny. Um, yeah, resumes are kind of like, it's one of those things that, yeah, it's just so anxiety inducing. Oh yeah, I hate it. Cover letters, trying to like explain. I have no desire. It's dating. Applying for jobs is the worst form of dating. I know. I, I oof, I'm gonna start to get anxious just thinking about yeah, it again. So we're neither one of us is job hunting right now. It. Let's just move on. Let's move on. All right. Well, next time we will be talking about um, friends. Friends. And episode 14 of season four happens to be oh, the one with Joey's dirty day when Joey Yay. goes on set and is yelled at by Charlton Heston. Yeah, I do love it. And we also get to see a very like half naked Joey. Cute little. <laughs> oh man, um, Matt it's, LeBlanc is so cute. It's good. It's good. Um, did you happen to see the Friends cast as teenagers? Uh, no. That was running around. Yep. Hold on. Somebody put it in. Um, they did like an age, whatever, like a filter uh-huh. um, from one of the like you know Snapchats or whatever. So it wasn't like it was a it was a a picture of them from like the final season, but then someone like de-aged them. Really. Um. And they and Monica wasn't overweight, so this is is if right. whatever. Um. Super like cute. The, like the actors, not the characters. Right. Yeah. Ross looks exactly the same. Like, David Schwimmer doesn't look any different. Oh, my God. But Chandler, Chandler is so cute. I'm going to find it on Facebook, people, and I will post it to our social media if I can find, like, the original person who made it. But either way, I'm going to go hunt it down. So, so cute. Um, But I think somebody was using, like, a Snapchat filter. (laughs) 
a whole person who can drink older. She, she just posted that <laughs> after you, our Kata. conversation. Um, yeah, so I unfortunately have been so busy that um, I have not been on posting on our socials as much, but uh, I will try to. I always check them though, so if you guys are messaging us or anything like we that, do respond to I that. will respond to that. I just haven't been as um, on the ball with posting just content. Right. Um, and always on Twitter more than anything because mm-hmm. I loves the twits. That's where she hangs out. I love the tweeters. Um, okay, well, I think that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Um, hope that you are having a good, uh, this will come out in December. Hope you're having a good December and a wonderful Christmas time. See, we can actually sing a little, we can harmonize. There you go. All right. You got anything else, kid? Nope. All right. Well then until next time. See ya. Bye. Kathleen, we forgot friend of the day. Oh no. Okay. So, um, do you want to go first? I mean, it's. Definitely Barney. It's definitely Barney. Um, <laughs> like, Marshall a little, because he keeps trying to come up with ways to help, because he has all the and legal he knowledge. he does say, oh, you, you could, could get marry. married. Yeah, you could marry somebody. But then Barney was going to come in like a clutch with that one, too. I know, right? But, so... You know, sometimes those green card marriages do work out. They I mean, do. people... People like, do it. They fall in love. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right, so double Barney? Double Barney. Double Barney? Barney, Barney, this, this. That's a, is that a thing that I don't know about? Double, double, this, this. The little hand game from when you were a kid. Oh, we didn't say those words. I don't know. <clears throat> double, double, this, this. Double, double, that, that. Double, Mm-mm. I don't remember. You know, it's, yeah. It's so fun to think of, like, the different, uh, either just because of our age difference or mm-hmm. the ge- geography of where we Probably grew up. Probably both. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Well, so that's friend of the day, so then we're officially done. Okay, okay bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>